needless to say, I miss you guys. And I'm glad we're back. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, that happened. Um, happy holidays, everybody. We are literally hours away from a new year. <sighs> 2020 was a lot. A lot. And I don't know if anybody's told you, but I'll tell you. Yes, you. Don't look around. I'm talking to you. Yes, I'm very proud of you. You survived 100%. You survived 100% of your worst days of 2020. And you are hours away from another year. I know people say, you know, why do we celebrate a new year? You know, blah, 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 blah. You survived a pandemic. You survived a pandemic. You survived and you made it through a pandemic. Most of my listeners, actually all of my listeners, with the exception of a few of you guys, <laughs> have never experienced anything on this level. Very proud of you. But let's not get too deep into things too early. Thank you for tuning in to Bowman Beyond the Real Podcast with Honest Conversation. I think you might enjoy this track. Let's go. is in your mind. What are we going to talk about today? Today, New Year's Eve, I want to really touch on some of the positive things that I've taken away from 2020. Um, It was a very long year. I mean, it was a long year, but there are a lot of positive things that retrospectively, um, I can honestly say, that the year brought me um a lot of them a lot of things a lot of good things that happened um and i challenge you today to also do the same while there were so many negative things about 2020 that happened um i i'm willing to bet that there are at least five three to five things very good things that happened to you in the midst of all of the craziness that um, we experienced within the last 364 or five days. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, keep it locked, keep it loaded. I want to talk about some good things from 2020. Before I um, talk about some of the good things that happened for me for, um, well, not for, but in 2020, I've got to talk about, like, you know, the moments leading up to it. So I got to talk about, like, the journey, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the the climb, Miley Cyrus would say. Um, January, February, March was, January, February were pretty solid, you know. January, you got New Year's, February, 
I'm, I was a senior at the time, um, you know, trying to figure out what I'm going to do, applying to jobs, of course, definitely in February, applying to more jobs, circling back around to some jobs that I had already applied to and just making sure that, um, you know, just trying to set up the next step. March is when it got really crazy. Um, so, I, and sidebar, 2020 was so long, it felt like it was like five different years in one. It's like 2020 was this long, excruciating chapter that just would never end. Um, yeah, anyway, so I'm in D.C. in March at a conference with some other student leaders from some other institutions, some predominantly white institutions and some historically black colleges and universities. Special shout out to Head on Shows 2019-2020. Love you guys. Um, so some student leaders, we're all in D.C. Um, and at the time, it's like we heard about coronavirus. We were joking about it. It's the ghetto. <laughs> we were laughing about it. But I'll say personally, I didn't know of its severity until after I left the conference in D.C., and um, came back on campus. Um, but in DC, I was on U Street, um, going to brunch, <sighs> eating at food trucks outside of GW. Like, it was an amazing time. Like, yeah. And then March, well, toward the end of March, um, everything changes. So I get back to campus a few days. Um, a few days after that, after I get back from D.C., um, after spring break, so probably like the second week in March. And, you know, basically everybody else is shutting down. We're, st we're starting to hear about, I'm starting to hear about coronavirus more and more, um, COVID-19. And it's getting, it's getting pretty scary, not knowing that we would have to leave campus like a week later. Like literally, I was in meetings with the, the president of the institution at the time. Um, I, at the time I was the student body president. So I'm in these meetings hearing about how serious this virus is. You know, I, and I just got back from DC. So it was like, whoa, 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 wait, this is real? Like this is really happening? It was kind of like shocking to me, like kind of like a shell shock to me, um, honestly. So yeah, then we are told we have to leave campus, of course, Shout out to my institution. They did a phenomenal job of making sure that people were able to leave. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I've heard, I have heard rumors of other institutions who were just like, you got to go. But my institution, thank God, my institution made sure that their students were able to leave and in a place to leave and that they had somewhere to go. Because um, there are a lot of people, not just at my institution, that had nowhere to go, that are homeless. You know what I mean? So it's a sad reality as well. Um, so yeah, we're go. We were sent home, and it's my senior year of college, right? It's my senior year of college, and I'm I'm devastated. I really am. Um, retrospectively, I can look back and say I was like mildly depressed about it, but didn't really know how to talk about it. Yeah, so I was just you know just going through the motions, really packing up my stuff, packing up my room, my brother. Um, went home a few days before me because the store, the store, the thing kind of developed on my campus. Like we were told, okay, you got to go, but you can leave if you want to, but you can stay. 
because we all, you know, we'll try to have, you know, we'll, they were trying to, you know, figure out what to do next because really it happened that fast. It just, the thing, the, the virus, the, everything was developing so fast. And you, and you as a listener know exactly what I mean. Um, so I was going to stay on campus and just finish out my semester because at the time, at the moment, it was an opportunity, it was, it was uh, on the table to do so. <sighs> you know, then weeks go by and I, my parents, uh, my mom is telling me to come home and she's worried about me and I gotta go home. Um, and so yeah, then just dealing with that, leaving from campus to come home. <laughs> that was different from like, you know, Coming home on holidays, you know, that's different, but actually having to leave campus in the middle of a developing pandemic at the time. Um, senior year ending, no hope for graduation. Like nobody's even talking about it then. And then you have to come home. So it was kind of a shell shock for me still. I'm still working through it. I don't really start talking about it. I don't really talk about it. I don't really think about it because I know I'm so crippled emotionally um, in terms of like, I'm crippled in in terms of, I don't want to talk about it. Like I can't talk about it. If I talk about it, I'll break down because it's like it happened so fast. Um, so that happens. I'm home. I finish out my semester. Fast forward from March to May. March to May, everything is virtual. We're learning online. Um, we're learning online. Everything's online. And you know good and well, and not even just at my institution, but at your institution, that you have some professors who, first of all, who relate to class themselves and that barely knew how to work Blackboard. So you can only imagine the tumultuous journey it was um, to shift from in-person learning to totally virtual. It was a lot. Um, March to May, Thanks be to God, I was able successfully obtained my bachelor's of science in biology from Livingstone College. It was a long journey. I mean, there were nights, there were days, of course, I don't have to tell you as a listener because you know that I wanted to give up. Um, I didn't even know how to do this, how to navigate the virtual learning. Like, I'm like, wait, this is what people go through when they're pursuing a master's degree online like they go through this really it was like so so surprising to me but goose egg then a few months later i enrolled in a master's degree program online full time <laughs> but it was a lot it was a lot and i um i successfully obtained my bachelor's of science from um my i successfully obtained my bachelor's of science of biology um from livingstone college um but it was a long journey it was a long journey um and we, you know, we had our moment of graduation. We didn't have a graduation until this past December, but we kind of had our graduation moment. And, you know, the school did as best as they could um, at the time. So number one, one thing that 2020 brought me was that I graduated from college in a pandemic. You know, I could have gave up. I could have totally dropped out. I knew some freshmen um, that I mentored um, that was just like, I can't do online. And they dropped out of college in the middle of the pandemic. And I know you know some people like that too. They're just like, they just weren't able to do it. They don't know how. You know what I'm saying? And they just they just couldn't do it. 
unfortunately. Um, Because it's a lot, and it's a lot, and it's nothing to beat anybody down about. It's nothing. If you are a person who stopped your education journey um, because of the pandemic, listen, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. We live in such a time where people are so pressured to perform and feel so pressured to be successful in the eyes of people that they are they are literally on the road to self-destruction. I'll say it again. There are people, and I was one of them. Yeah. I felt so pressured to perform. And it's carried on into my graduate, my you know, my emotions and my mental health within, you know, pursuing my master's of public health. Um, from Liberty University, where I felt so pressured to perform and excel that I was literally about to self-disrupt. But anyway, if you're one of those people who had to stop, it's okay. It's literally okay. And education is going to be there, but your mental health is, is, you are the most important thing. Your mental and emotional and spiritual health are the most important commodities. Okay? Not your money, not your degree, not your home, any of that. The most important, the most important commodity is your mental and your spiritual and your emotional health. You matter. Um, secondly, um, I got engaged. <laughs> yeah, it still sounds crazy. I got engaged um, in the middle of a pandemic. Um, me and my girlfriend, well, me and my fiance, uh, girlfriend at the time. I've been we're dating for a few months. Um, we dated on and off throughout high school. Broke up freshman year of college. Blah 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 blah. You know the, you know the whole breakup get back together story. Um, but I proposed in May. Um, yeah, that's another good thing that happened to me in two thousand twenty. I'm engaged, gearing up in a few months to be married. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's been quite interesting thinking about my emotional health in terms of relationships in, in the pandemic because there was some, and not in terms of romantic relationships, I'm talking about relationships, period, there were some people, some friends, some very good friends I didn't get to say goodbye to that I'll probably never, ever see again, face-to-face. Some people I probably will never, ever see face-to-face again. I didn't get to say goodbye. So you can only imagine the type of emotional health or the emotional state that I was in, you know, gearing up to, you know, wanting to engage. I'm like, I'm scared. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, all of that. I was very scared. Um, But I did it. You know, I learned in the pandemic that there are some things that you just got to do fearful. Okay. There are some things that you have to do in your life just fearful. Like, do them scared. You, I wanted to do this podcast. Do it scared. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with this, with this beautiful young lady. I did it scared. I proposed scared. Didn't know what was going to happen next in terms of, okay, what do I do now? Like, I've never been engaged. I don't know anybody my age that is engaged. You see what I'm saying? So just do it scared. Okay. So number, 
Number two, I'm engaged. I got, I, I proposed in the pandemic. <laughs> I graduated in a pandemic one. And then lastly, um, I moved from North Carolina to Virginia and started a career as a middle school science teacher. Amazing, amazing, right? You think about people who are literally losing their jobs and losing their homes in the midst of this pandemic and are receiving little to no government or, you know, any assistance. You know, there are people who, like, they live in their states, they live in these states, and they're getting kicked out of their homes. They are literally being forced out of their homes because they're not able to make rent payments due to the fact that the pandemic shut down several jobs, shut down <laughs> sources of income for people. Like, it's it's crazy. But God was so kind enough to allow me to secure a career in a pandemic. Um, I, You know, we graduated, I think on May the 2nd, or had our graduation, you know, moment. Because we didn't really have the ceremony until December, like I said. But we had this little graduation moment on, like, the 2nd, May the 2nd. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks later... Um, I interviewed and got it, you know, was offered the position and it was like a godsend, like, oh man, I, I, you can, you can, you can already imagine, you can already imagine the type of, you know, that feeling of relief, like, oh my gosh, wow. Like not only, not only did this work and not only did this work in terms of, okay, I got my degree, but now I'm able to like utilize it in a pandemic. Like, and I know I'm going to, you probably have heard in a pandemic and you know, just, but it's real, you know what I mean? So yeah, I moved to Virginia, started my career as an eighth grade science teacher. And I, it's, it's 2020 was good. You know, I, I started that career. Um, and it's been fun. It's been fun. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do it, though. You know what I mean? Not that it. Not that I don't enjoy it, but I only want to use it as a stepping stool. Only wasn't. I only want to use it as a stepping stool to get to where I want to go. Ultimately, I don't know how long God's going to have me here. But you know, if God say the same, I'll be doing something else. Um, but yeah, 2020. Yeah, secured a career and a job. Not, not not secure a career and a job, secure a career and moved into my own apartment. Okay, I just want to talk about that. Like, I moved into my own apartment in another state. Of course, my family helped me move in and my fiance, you know, all that, everybody helped me move in. But I moved into that apartment and it's mine. No one can take it from me. No one can tell me where to go. No one can tell me when to turn off my music. No one can tell me what to watch. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, God is, God is amazing. Um, I moved into an apartment. And, yo, it is amazing living on your own. Now, granted, there are pros and cons to everything in life. But I moved into that apartment, and it is my place of solitude. Of course it is. You know what I mean? It's your apartment, my first apartment. But 
first apartment, it's like, wow, in a pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whoa, in a pandemic? And I, this is actually happening? Like, it's actually happening? Fast forward to this past October, I enrolled into a master's degree program, fully accredited, fully online, full time. <laughs> I was there again because I think that was funny. This past October, I enrolled into a master's degree program, fully accredited, fully online, full time, while working full time. Yeah. And master's of public health with a concentration in global health. Yo, I love it. 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 I love education. Even though like academia seems to like always drag me and like brutally abuse me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I'm really enjoying it currently. I enjoyed this past semester, my first semester. Um, I took biostatistics. Um also, I took Introduction to World Health and Epidemiology. I enjoyed every single last one. Now, biostatistics was kind of difficult because I'm not really a math person. If you know biostats, it's all math. It's like applied math skills. To me, that's what I learned. It's like applied math. Um, but yeah, it was, yo, it was, it was something. It was something embarking upon that. Like, like, so like, it was like some days, you know, like every day, I'm teaching virtually because we're not in the classroom in Virginia. I get off the computer at like three o'clock, wake up at like seven or eight, um, turn on my computer at seven or eight, drink my little tea because I don't drink coffee. I'm not really a coffee person. Coffee stunts your growth. And so I don't like to drink coffee, but then I go. And I, I sit down, open up Zoom, and I begin to teach. I teach two or three classes a day. Um, yeah, three max. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, like, so, you know, the normal school day ended at, like, 2.30, you know, 3 o'clock. So, 3 o'clock, I give myself an hour break. So, 3 I take about four to five off, and at 6.30 at the latest, 6, 6.30 at the latest, I'm starting my grad school work in every day, every day, um, while trying to balance a social life <laughs> in an area that I've never been. Thankfully, I've got some friends in Virginia, but trying to balance a social life, trying to be a fiance, trying to, you know, still going to church, still going to church, found a church, joined a church in Virginia. Um, shout out to my church home. Shout out to the tabernacle. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot trying to trying to take all that in. And just to talk about, you know, my mental and emotional health retrospectively and then, you know, currently um like moving in to my own apartment, you know, living on my own, I started to notice some 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 things I didn't really like about myself that I wanted to change. And um, over the summer, um, before I, f I moved into my apartment, um, I was, you know, going to counseling. I started going 
going to counseling, going back to counseling. Um, and, uh, yeah, I started to go back to counseling and I kind of just, yeah, started to just open up all of those things. And, um, I didn't find, I wasn't able to find a, you know, counselor, therapist in Virginia as of yet, but I still, you know, utilize some of the tools that my counselor gave me. And boy, I'm telling you, it's like you're never done working on yourself. Like, in terms of, like, you can you can stop going to therapy all you want. You can stop going to therapy. But the work is never done within you. Like, there's always going to be room for improvement. And I learned that. And I'm still learning that. So retrospectively, I'm glad I went back to counseling for that brief moment um, while I had the opportunity. Because um, I was able to, like in a way, open up some things that I tried to close because I was too scared to talk about, you know? Um, so yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, and then we, I remember like, and George Floyd died and the Breonna Taylor thing happened. Not the Breonna Taylor thing, but you know, the murder of Breonna Taylor and the murder of George Floyd happened. Oh my gosh. It's like, it was so much. Like, within the last six months, it's been so hard being a man, being a young educated man in America. It's it's been hard. Like, and not even not even just being a young educated man, but being a black man in America in the last six months has been hard. Like it's it's been draining. Like you wake up every day and you see these things on TV. So then it's like, how? And then not to mention you're in a pandemic. <laughs> People are dying around you. Family members are dying. Friends are dying. And you don't get to say goodbye to them. Like, so how do you, how do you process that? It was tough. It was tough. But I'm telling you, I made it through. A, I, I successfully made it through 100% of my worst days of 2020. I did, and you did too. If you're listening to this today, on the eve of a new year, you successfully made it through 100% of the worst days of 2020. You survived a pandemic. You're surviving, you're thriving. You're making it in the midst of a pandemic. I know it's tough. I know it's a struggle, but you made it. You're doing it. And I'm proud of you.
going to be no HBCU of the week this week. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back locked and loaded next week. All right. But there's definitely still going to be a moment of honesty. No rant of the week. I mean, you know, you know, what? never mind. I can definitely rant. Do not gather in large numbers tonight. Don't do it. It's New Year's Eve. Do not gather in large numbers. Do your very best to stay away from gathering in large numbers. We're in the we're still in the midst of this thing, you know. There's talk of a vaccination, you know, people are having a conversation now about whether or not they want to take the vaccination. Um listen, listen. Whether you want to take the vaccination is up to you. Totally up to you. Whether you want to mask, whether whether you want to wear a mask is totally up to you too. Um, but please be safe. Do not risk. Do not risk your life just to go out and, and drink. When you could do that at home, don't risk your life to go out and hookah. When you can do that at home or do that in small numbers. Okay. Just be smart about it. Rant of the week. I was trying to get away from it, but since we're here, rant of the week. Yo, do not, do not gather in large numbers, please. If we're going to slow the progression of this, of this, uh, this pandemic, this virus from spreading, do not, do not gather in large numbers. Do not go to the club. Do not go to the hookah lounge. If you want a hookah that bad, if you want a peach mango hookah, if you want a peppermint flavored hookah that bad, go to the store and buy one. It's not that deep, okay? You want some wings? Go to American Deli. If you live in Virginia, go to America's Best. Because <laughs> I got America's Best around the corner. Listen, listen, stay home. Stay your butt home. I don't care what color your butt is, white, black, purple, blue, stay your butt home. Keep your high parts at your house. All right? And if you're going to go out, meet in small numbers, socially distanced small numbers. Okay? Rant of the day. Rant of the week. Please. 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 All right? Don't even think about it. Stay home. Listen, folks, that's all for today's episode. It's kind of lengthy, uh, but it's it's a good lengthy. I, you know, I was kind of apprehensive about, you know, making, you know, ever recording a long podcast. But I think you'll enjoy some of the things I share with you guys today. And I think not only that, but I think you'll be able to reflect as well about some of the positive things that 2020 gave you. You know, you might have to think hard about it. You might not. I want you to reflect on this New Year's Eve. It's the eve of a new year. Think about some of the things, the good things that 2020 brought you. Think about some of the lessons that you learned. Think about how much you've grown. All right? If you can't think about anything else, think about how you're still breathing in this very moment. You know what I mean? Think about how you're still breathing. You've got breath in your body. And even if you didn't produce, quote-unquote produce, as much as you wanted to, you lived every day and you survived the pandemic. See what I'm saying? You got you got something to be grateful for. 
know, I just want to, I, I'm, I just try to put things into perspective, you know, that's just me. Um, Clubhouse is fun. <laughs> if you have a Clubhouse, please follow me on Clubhouse at Bowman Be Honest. Of course, that's my name on Clubhouse because that's my name on Twitter. Capital B O W M A N Capital B H O N E S T. Yup, that's me. Bowman Be Honest on Twitter and follow me. Be sure to follow me on Instagram as well at Bowman.Verify. I don't have a check mark just yet. No, I don't. I don't have a check mark just yet, but I'm verified by God. I'm not waiting on a blue check. Mm-mm. I'm verified in the heavens. <laughs> Lastly, man, you've got, I know you've got some things to be grateful for for 2020. Think about it. it may take you long, may not. Um, be safe, much love, and you'll heal from, you'll, you will hear from me next year. It's crazy how next, next year, it's literally next month, next year, and all that. It's really tomorrow. Like, tomorrow is next year and next month. It's it's funny. I always thought that was funny. Anyway, much love. People be safe. And you'll hear from me soon. <laughs>